Welcome to the Lamb and Wolf's Clothing Podcast. My name is Juan Blea. I am an addiction counselor and writer living and working in Santa Fe, New Mexico. I hold a master's in education and am licensed as an alcohol and drug counselor. My latest book, 49 Tips and Insights for Understanding Addiction, won the 2016 New Mexico Arizona Book Award for Best Self-Help Book. So why do I call this podcast the Lamb and Wolf's Clothing? Well, I believe with every fiber in my being that life operates along a spectrum with addiction on one end and conscious creativity on the other. Really, what it all comes down to is that addiction represents the ultimate breakdown of a person's capability to relate with life, whereas conscious creativity allows people to connect in a greater way with both themselves, with others, and with the world in which they live. And it is through those connections a healthy relationship with life can emerge. I operate from the perspective that substance abuse and addiction are symptomatic usually of a deeper issue and that addiction can be treated if and only if there is real opportunity to develop a healthy value system. So when I approach an addict or a group of addicts, I do so with a message that is more gentle than what their hardened lives may have previously experienced. And that message is that creativity, if done consciously, can lead them to health. And that message, while simple, is where the lamb and wolf's clothing name derives. As a side note, many people believe that an addict has to be ready for change. Well, the reality is that readiness can actually be developed while the addiction is still active. You see, we may not be able to make a horse drink once we've led him to water, but we can convince him that he's thirsty. But that's a topic for another day. So in this initial podcast, uh, which is basically just a, a prologue to the rest of the series, I want to talk about three things. The first thing I want to talk about is the difference between religion and spirituality and addiction treatment. I want to talk specifically a little bit about heroin addiction and how it does open up a portal to malevolent spirituality. And lastly, I want to talk about the concept of conscious creativity and how it can help addiction treatment. So basically, in addiction treatment, I do come across a hurdle because people really don't want to talk about spirituality. Uh, I don't know why. To me, I think the, the first and best answer I could come up with is that people cower at the idea because they confuse it with religion. But religion is not spirituality, although there can be a relationship between the two. So from my perspective, religion is the set of rituals and beliefs of a specific faith community, while spirituality is the care and maintenance of that which is sacred to a person. So in my opinion, religion kind of comes across as more communal and social, and to me, spirituality is far more personal. And these concepts are not really interchangeable, especially from an addiction treatment perspective. Religion is often shame and judgment based and addicts are already loaded with too much shame and they already often carry their own crappy sense of self. So while I do believe in any means necessary to get someone healthy, I also strongly believe that most churches seek to extend their own financial and organizational interests and someone in early recovery can actually be harmed by attending a church that uses fear and shame as tools. Believe me, I'm not saying that all churches are harmful. But I am saying that when it comes to religion and church, really, buyer beware, especially if the buyer is in early recovery. Shame and fear are the core fuels of addiction, and churches that utilize those emotions really can contribute to the problem. Now, it's important to remember that when a person is actively maintaining his addiction, the only thing sacred to him is his drug and the hustle through which he goes to get it. This singular sense of value allows any form of malevolent behavior because the drug and obtaining the drug is all that matters. And there isn't anything, anyone, there's no power, nothing that has any value in comparison to the drug. If we look at certain drugs and we take into account the pharmacology, 
we can really see how malevolence really can develop into something evil. So for example, when it comes to heroin addiction, it, it provides a, an abundant body of material for the study of malevolent spirituality. I've written at great lengths at my blog, jblaya1016.com, about the relationship between heroin addiction and demonic possession, and I have no doubt that heroin addiction really can open up a portal through which pure evil can enter a person's humanity. Now, that's not to suggest that heroin addicts are evil in and of themselves or that there's any generalization about heroin addiction that can contribute to stigma, but really, if you really look at how heroin addiction works, it's not all that hard to see how a malevolent sense of spirituality can emerge from heroin addiction. So even if a person doesn't believe in malevolence or in spirituality, by looking at the behavior of a heroin addict and by understanding the half-life, the very short half-life and intense withdrawal, you could kind of see very clearly how a person's value driven towards heroin can lead to something very ugly and very malevolent. So heroin addiction really is something that should be studied and taken into account when it comes to malevolent spirituality. And this type of malevolence is really what I seek to, to eliminate through conscious creativity. So within that, it, it really what's needed is that each layer of humanity must be addressed, um, including a reinitiation of the healthy sense of the sacred. See, conscious creativity is at the core of this reinitiation process. The idea behind conscious creativity is that a vision of a healthy life must be defined before it can be attained. Again, a vision of a healthy life must be defined before it can be attained. Therefore, conscious creativity seeks to evoke both the reasons and the vision for developing a healthier life. When it comes to addiction treatment, there are two things about addiction that really make conscious creativity effective. Addiction by definition and by nature is driven through unconscious processes. That is, once an addict is triggered, he will seek his drug of choice without much conscious thought. It's almost like they go on automatic pilot and they don't see anything else but the drug. And the second thing is that addicts, in my opinion, in my experience, are quite susceptible to various forms of energy and often turn to drugs in order to dampen what they sense. The amount that they sense in terms of uh, emotions and just general vibrations uh, they lead to this idea of, of anxiety and they need to calm that anxiety down. So several people who I've worked with have been hypersensitive to their surroundings and then want to numb out how much they sense and feel. They may be creative in some ways. I've known several musicians, for example, who are great songwriters and performers, but they drink and drug quite heavily. However, if they approach their art from a conscious drive towards health, they would be less inclined to reinforce the feelings that evoke the darkness within themselves. To me then, the idea of conscious creativity disrupts the unconscious drive towards a drug and can redirect those overwhelming adverse emotions and coping mechanisms into something useful and creative. So with that, I'll wrap up what is basically amounts to a prologue um, in this particular episode. So in future podcasts, uh, I'll be interviewing both treatment providers, artists, successful entrepreneurs, addicts, or really anyone who can provide insight and a meaningful contribution towards building healthier relationships, uh, both in addiction treatment and just in general. Um, this healthy relationships and the idea of healthy relationships is the antithesis to the suffering of addiction. So as we go forward, um, if any listeners want me to address any specific topics or questions, please do visit jblea1016.com and leave a note on the podcast page. Again, that's jblea1016.com. 
and just look for the podcast page and leave your comment there and I'll be happy to address it in future episodes. So thank you. May God bless you with all that is good, strong, and beautiful.